Marty! You've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. So, we're back. Welcome to another episode of Marty, Mike and Russ time. Yeah. Oh, we're supposed to say it at the same time. <laughs> we, we don't. Uh, we haven't planned any of this stuff. There's, there's no, there's no planning. <laughs> there's just doing. Uh, how you doing, Mike? I'm Russ, and this is Mike. <laughs> yes, we are Russ and Mike, and Mike and Russ, and this is our time. Our time. This is our time down here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I heard um, from you actually that uh, a few people who have listened to our podcast said that we ramble on a bit too much. Yeah, we sort of do a little just too many tangents. I, I think that that works okay with say uh, up late with Russ and Pat, but um, maybe for us we were we were maybe getting a little bit too much off topic because we yeah. we sort of do have a, a little bit of focused here at Marty, but um, yeah. Uh, but I I don't think it's so bad except for last week. I think we did, especially in the beginning, kind of <laughs> rambled on about just so. How you been? What are you up to? What'd you have for dinner? You know that kind of stuff. So we'll try to avoid some of that tonight. Well, we can uh, we can jump right in then. Yeah, let's just dive right in there. Done. Uh, done. We're gonna we've got a a couple of we've got a movie to talk about a time travel sort of thing, sort of a time travel thing, uh, and then we've got uh, we've got the return of uh, the time quandary. Yes, which is do. what I'm really waiting for. You're really excited about this. I have been very excited <laughs> about this for a very long time. And uh, so you want to talk about the movie first or you want to talk about your time quandary? Well, let's talk about the the movie first because then it'll build up the suspense for everybody else who right. who thought about it as well. Yeah, because you introduced it last week. So if they, if they I did introduce week, it, but I actually introduced it to you like two weeks before that. Yeah. But I haven't told you my answer yet. No, you haven't. And it's it's uh, it's it's been weighing on me heavily. <laughs> You're waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about uh, the film from I believe it was. Oh, what year was that? Twenty two thousand six. Oh, I was going to say oh eight. Okay, so two thousand six. Um, Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. Yes. The Lake House. The Lake House. Yeah. This is a, a movie, and I don't know if you knew this, but I did tell you the other day, but um, so you know now. But this was a, a remake um, of a Korean film called Il Mar, or Il Mare. I mean, I think that's how you pronounce it. And in fact, they even reference the Korean film in the movie because when they're supposed to meet at a restaurant, the restaurant is called Il Mare. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, yes, a little trivia, a little trivia for you. I haven't seen the the Korean version, um, but I did enjoy this movie, and I've seen it several times, uh, not just because of Sandra Bullock or Keanu Reeves. Now, when you were <laughs> when you were watching it, did you realize that they uh, had actually starred together in Speed as well? 
yes, Michael. I how was alive in the nineties, so I did. I know, but <laughs> when, when I was watching this, I'm like, oh, you know, Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves, and then for some reason, I was clicking around on the internet looking up Lake House stuff, and they're like, oh, this is the second time you've you've starred together, and I was like, holy crap, that's right. Oh, I, you had forgotten. I had completely forgotten that they were in a movie together. <laughs> uh, well, this movie is completely different from that movie, for one thing. Yes, it had they, nothing to do with lakes or houses. No, the, the there was a bus. That movie was about a bus and a bum. <laughs> <laughs> um, completely different. And that one wasn't so romantic. I, I think they sort of had a spark in that movie, but I don't think it was really much of a romance it was a little bit of a romance because at the end when they as we start talking about speed instead of lake house um when the uh when they escaped from the bus and they rode on some little piece of the bus down the road and then the bus hit the thing and blew up they had a, a kiss at the end oh that's true that's true. Yeah. But so that, that was wasn't romance. that wasn't that romantic that was just like oh my god we survived kiss me yeah you know, that kind of that's thing. true I think I might kiss you in that situation. Well, I would hope so. Yeah. No tongue. That would be weird. <laughs> that would just that would just be weird. That but would be pushing it a little too far. That's almost like one of those situations where you just kiss whoever's near you. <laughs> oh my god, we survived. Mwah! Oh, oh, you're yeah, that's a that's a sort of a gross person. But hey, we're both alive and uh, we're celebrating life. <laughs> All uh, right, so the lake house. The lake house. Yeah, the lake house. Uh, do you want to set it up, or do you want me to set it up? I mean, obviously, once again, this is going to be full of spoilers, but, you know. Yes. Um, you if, can set it up. Go ahead. Okay, so, do it. so if if they haven't seen this film, uh, the premise is this, that, that um, it starts out, I think it starts out with Sandra Bullock's character, right? She's yeah. kind of wrapping up. She's What you realize is she's moving out of this lake house, which is a pretty cool house. It's like a, this kind of a um, glass-walled house that's on a small lake, um, and it's on stilts. So she has to kind of walk across like a pier sort of thing to get to the house, and uh, it's in the kind of in the middle of nowhere. And she's moving out, and she seems kind of melancholy, I guess. I don't know. She's moving out, and then um, she leaves a note for the next tenant, and she leaves it in the house, in the in the mailbox as she's leaving. She goes to put it in there, um, but much to her surprise. Before, it, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but before, like as she's getting ready to get in her car and leave, the flag on the mailbox goes down, or something like that, right? Or oh somehow... no, no, she she just she leaves the note in the mailbox, right? And then there's a dissolve to Keanu winter. Reeves. That's right. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves coming to the lake house. Right. That's right. And, and then, yeah, and I'm he, sorry. Uh, he he finds the note. And he's a little confused by certain things in the note. Right, because as we discover through her voiceover, as she's narrating the the note, she says something like, uh, oh, I'm sorry about the paw prints on, on the pier, or whatever you call that little thing, the bridge or whatever. The paw prints leading up to the house, they were there when I moved in. And he looks around, he's like, paw prints? I don't, I don't see any paw prints. What is she talking about? Uh, and then not long after that, uh, a dog out of nowhere runs or does he already have the dog i forget he doesn't have the dog yet it, it's, the, it's a, a couple scenes later when after he's really fixing the place right up. he's starting to kind of fix the place up and so he's like painting the the deck or whatever the you know the, the the walkway and stuff and this this dog comes out of the woods and and runs through the paint and he's like hey and then there's paw prints the dog 
you know, tracks paw prints all the way through. And then he's like, whoa, oh, whoa, that's weird. That's weird. Weird. Weird, she weird wild stuff. She mentioned the paw prints that I didn't see, and then now they're here. Uh, and then that's when that's your first clue. Wait, wait, something that's going. Some, there's some sort of time shift going on here. Well, there, yeah, there's the weird stuff in the note too. When when she uh, she leaves it, then he leaves her one. Right. And when she gets it for for whatever reason that she went to the mailbox to check it out. Yeah. She uh, she gets it and she's like, oh, you put the wrong date on. It's two thousand six. Has been all year. She says very yeah. sarcastically. Very sarcastically because <laughs> yeah. he he wrote it was two thousand four. Right, because it, for him it was two thousand four. Now see, here's here's the big question that that encompasses the whole film, the whole overall <laughs> film. Wasn't there a postman? Oh well, we never Where see was a the postman. mailman. Maybe the mailman didn't come that way anymore. He he may not have, but but that was one of my big questions. I mean, when they well anyway to to spoil some more of it, the mailbox is somehow a key to the shift between him in two thousand four and her in two thousand six. Yeah, it's like a magic mailbox. Yeah. So in at one point he he keeps putting letters in and she doesn't get them and he keeps putting letters, putting letters, putting letters, and every time he goes back to the mailbox, which I would guess would be you know the next day. The letters are all still there. And I'm like, doesn't the mailman ever come and pick up the mail? Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe the mailman would come. And when he opens up, because it's a magic mailbox, he doesn't see any letters. Oh, that's true. That is true. So really, the time travel here is like the mailbox and the dog. And we'll get, yes, we'll get the to dog that. Is, yeah, the dog is in both both places. Because the dog, yeah, the dog is like a time traveling dog. Because he actually kind of brings them together in a sense. Because she she mentions a dog. <clears throat> excuse me. She mentions her dog and basically describes the dog that he sort of adopted out of nowhere. And she, the dog kind of adopted him. Uh, and then, you know, it's kind of like one of those scruffy mutts, right? Like kind of, um, even though she's given it a bath and everything, he looks like he just came out of the woods, you know. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so he sort of travels through time, it seems like. Uh, I mean, because... So this is 2006 for her. He... The dog... Uh, is it... Well, her boyfriend gave her the dog, right? No, the the dog... Um... Well, actually, she doesn't say it. She just... She doesn't say how she got the dog, but you get the impression that she... Like, it was a rescue dog or something. Cause, oh, actually, cause... actually, you are you are right. The... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yes, there is, there is a point where... Uh, the dog goes to the boyfriend, right? And and the dog and the boyfriend is like, "Hey, aren't you the other guy's dog that's running, that's leaving right now?" And you know, it's a, that was a weird thing too because we'll get to that in a, in a little bit because he didn't he didn't even go, "Hey, your dog is here," you know. He just, <laughs> he's just like, "Hey," to the dog to the dog. He's like, "Hey, I know you. I'm just gonna not say anything as that guy runs away and doesn't have his own dog." Um so, but she mentions the dog, and you re- you kind of realize that you get the sense that, that that it was a rescue or something because she says, "Well, the vet tells me that the dog is like two years old or something or almost." Yeah. So then, so then, the dog, in a sense, travels back in time to the by around the time of his birth to go visit Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> right, because if the dog is two years old, when well, did she... she say it was two or did she say it was four? Or... Oh, that's a good question. You might. I think be you right. might have said it was four, four in her time. 
Oh, or no, it's six in her or six in her time and four in his time or something. Oh, like that. Oh, you might be right because it's a fully grown dog when he sees it, and it's yeah. it looks about the same. And now, okay, so, so let's kind of move on with this because so basically, so what we've got is they both realize realize okay, this is weird, but apparently we're living in two different times, and somehow he's getting my letters and she's getting my letters, whatever. In the past, yeah, in the past, and and then they realize. Okay, is because then <laughs> this movie is kind of corny, and it's in and, and some of his years. There's just kind of have to like suspend your disbelief and your your um, aversion to cornball because there's a because <laughs> there are some corny things where he's like he like one of the notes he writes. Can this be happening? You know the way he wrote it, and it was just kind of it just was like kind of corny when I look back at it, but. Um, because he basically is like, you know, they basically both are like, okay, we're living in two different times. This is so weird. And then, but at the same time, uh, I do like how they start out when, when she, when she starts getting the notes immediately, she assumes it's some sort of magic trick, you know, some sort of just a trick because she's like, all right, whatever your tricks are, I'm done with this. I'm leaving, you know, cause she actually is at the lake house. How does she get back at the lake house? That's what I'm trying to remember. How does she? Well, yes, that was that was the weird part. She she leaves the lake house. She leaves the note. Right. Then she goes, you know, and we find out what she does. She's a doctor in Chicago. Right. And on Valentine's Day, she's sitting outside at this square with her mother having lunch. Daily Plaza, I believe it is. Yeah. Daily Plaza, and somebody gets hit by a bus. She she and, does and she she bolts into action because she's a doctor. Yeah. So she tries she, to save the person yeah. and tries to save him but can't. Right. So and she's all, her, oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, her ahead. mentor is like, look, I'm going to tell you what I tell all the young doctors, and I hope you listen. That yeah. when you have a day off, get the hell out of here, get as far away from here as possible. Right. So then she goes back to the lake house because that's what the place she loved the most. Right. And I guess she was just checking the mailbox to see if her letter had been picked up. And she finds the note from him. Keanu Reeves' note. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Right. And that's that's okay. how it all got started. And then she just keeps going back to the lake house and picking yeah, up Yeah, because I was trying to remember how what brought her back to the lake house because she had moved out. And then, uh, yeah, so then that's when she realized. when And at that time, she's there with her dog in her, yeah. in her car because she drove there, obviously. Um, <laughs> her dog and yeah, her car. And her car. And so... She, she puts the she goes okay that's weird she does her first note and closes the mailbox right lifts up the flag and then that's when the flag goes down when she's about to get back in her car right and then yeah. she's like whoa so they exchange a few notes because he's there in his bathrobe or something in 2004 when it's cold and, and he's like because I remember him sitting there going you know like the thing where he's like it's cold out here so I have to hold my chest it's cold <laughs> you know, and then and then he's waiting for the note to come back, and he's you know he, at some point he gets a pad, he's got his pad, a pad and pen, you know, paper and pen ready to go. So they exchange a few notes back and forth. She decides it's kind of a joke. She's like, oh, uh, you know, this isn't funny anymore. I'm leaving. Um, but then she eventually comes back. Why does she come back? I forget. I just uh, watched because, this again the other day. So because well, she gets she gets curious. Like she thinks it's a trick, so she's like, I'm out of here, and she leaves. And then she's sitting on the bus going home, mm. uh, I guess, to her apartment, and she says out loud, maybe we should introduce ourselves. Yeah, and the weird guy sitting next to her puts his paper down, and he goes, and, like, and they, 
he sprays he some the, banaka in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like, <laughs> why would you say that out loud? Right. That's, that's ridiculous. Well, that, that's because anyway, so they wanted a joke. They wanted off. the joke because he he's like, oh yes, I will introduce myself. <laughs> Uh, and then, so that's what starts. This. So yeah, basically, so then they become pen pals uh, through through time, and they realize they somehow accept that this is really happening. You know, after Keanu Reeves is like, "Whoa," <laughs> and then and then um, then they're going back and forth, and then she's like, "Well, okay, so so we're really living in two different times, and you, I'm two years ahead of you." Uh, and then so how? And then uh, he's like. They want to meet at some point, or who's who decides they want to meet? I think it's him because he's like, "I'm tired of this. Yeah, I want to meet." Yeah, and, he's having he's having kind of a rough time, right? Because and, well, he's dealing with well, he's he an architect. He's an architect. Arch- yeah, he just came back to Chicago and right. saw his his brother, who's a younger brother, and his dad, who's kind of a douche, mm-hmm. and he he had some you know. Dad issues played so, by he, uh, the late um, Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer, yes, who was in Somewhere in Time. Oh, that's right. Aha! Oh, we should have had that. Oh, we should have had that ready. Like dun dun dun. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. But you're right. You yeah. Because <laughs> um, he was a douchebag in in, in in Somewhere in Time. That he was younger, much younger. Um, I don't know why I didn't th- remember that. Oh my god. Anyway. Uh, oh, and Keanu Reeves, his brother is an architect, but Keanu Reeves is, is like was also a promising architect. His father is a very successful architect in Chicago, and his brother is also like following in his father's footsteps or whatever. And Keanu Reeves is kind of the prodigal son because he's the one who had all the talent, but he's squandered it away just you know designing building condos, condos and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, but he's sort of going. Remind me, why is he sort of having a midlife crisis? Is it, it's not just because of his dad? Is like, did his wife die or something? I don't. No, I think like, he what? just he just came back. He wanted to to I guess do something with his architectural and construction skills, right? And he just could never. He he, you know, he didn't want to work with his father, and maybe he didn't right. want to compete with him. So he's he's doing his own thing. He's trying to be his own man. But his brother is kind of uh, on his dad's side in the sense that he's like, "Look, man, you're so talented. You could be the next dad. You know, you could be the next, the next uh, <laughs> our dad, whatever his name was. You know, the because our dad is like a major architect. You could be the next one of him." Uh, and he's like, "I don't want to be like him, whatever." You know, and <laughs> but then yeah, we find he's, he's pissed because uh, his his mother. They well, they were. When they were younger, when he was much younger, they all lived at the lake house. He, his father, right. and his mother. Yeah, you find out and that his dad designed the lake house. Designed the lake house and built it. And um, things started really going downhill. And his mom couldn't take it anymore because his father was a douche. And she left. His father was like married to his work or something. One of those things. Yeah. And then, and then the mom died. And the father never showed up for the funeral. And when Keanu Reeves asked him why, he said she was dead to me as soon as she left the house. Yeah. Which was kind of rude. Yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, um, Keanu Reeves had been, you know, on the road since then trying to either, as he says, forgive or forget his father. Right. Neither of which he could do. Of course. And so, of co- and then the, the, I think his brother even mentioned the fact, so then you move into dad's old house. To, this is how you, yeah, you know, yeah. you're trying to forgive and for, forget. forget. How, how can you do either one, you know? Um, so, 
let's get back to the time travel stuff because I want to talk about since that's what kind of what our podcast is about. Uh, um, what did you think of uh, what kind of you know you mentioned to me uh, before we podcasted this? Uh, you had mentioned that uh, you had some problems with this film, and I imagine they're yeah. probably similar to mine. As but but I would like to hear what they are. My give them, give big them to one me. is. Um... Like they, as you, as we were talking about, they they plan to meet in 2006 at this specific restaurant, Ilmar, Ilmar, and that's his. Uh, yeah, he well, he's she's like, well, you have to wait for two years. He's like, I don't care. He's like, yeah, I'll wait. So he actually goes and makes the reservation right two years in advance at his right time. right. So she shows up at the restaurant, and of course, the reservation is there, and she's waiting. And, and it just how, happens to be the same hostess. <laughs> yes. But how, see, my, my question about this whole time travel thing mm-hmm. is they're living in two separate time streams, I guess. Like, he's two years behind her. Right. So how would they ever ever really get together? Well, I, I, had, I talked to him about talk with this, uh, uh, the same issues with a friend of mine. Um who kind of have the same thing you are. They're never going to meet because they're two separate. Well, they will meet because it's like, it's sort of like, uh, it's sort of like if you, if, if I was talking to you um, two years ago and then, and you're like, uh, and then I'm like, well, Mike, just wait. I will meet you in Los Angeles. Just wait. And you're like, but I don't want to wait. And then, oh, you're just going to wait. <laughs> but see, that, so, I mean, they could have. They could have met a billion times because there's that, right. that one scene where he he shows he you know quote unquote shows her around Chicago by sending her a map and telling her where to be at certain points, right? Like no, certain but times the, because of certain things that he liked, and this is my favorite. Yeah. this is my favorite spot in on September third in Chicago, and and he, he even left her a note like she's you know as the the big dialogue the big monologue that's going over. This whole thing, which is supposed to be notes they pass back and forth, which was kind of weird. Yeah, but then, but, yeah, but then becomes them just talking to themselves, yeah. talking to each other in doing whatever they're doing, you know, in, in brushing, brushing their teeth and whatever. Yeah, exactly. So she's she's going through his, his map and going to the places, and she turns this corner, and she sees a note saying, thanks for spending the day with me. It was beautiful that he obviously left two years ago, which for some reason wasn't covered over. Right, right. But... But like that, like he knows where she's going to be. I think the problem is he wants to meet her face to face when she already knows him. In other words, if he meet, if he meets her now, which he does, he actually meets her at a party. Uh, but she doesn't know who he is because the you know this is two years earlier for yeah, her. It, had, it hadn't happened for her yet, right? And I think that. What I think they should have done, well, I don't know. Maybe what, maybe this is what you're thinking is, maybe what they, maybe if you or I were in a similar situation, you would say, "What if I just meet you, uh, like in my own time today, and then we'll just, you know, and then we'll just see if we hit it off." And then you're, and she'll be like, and then what you could do is you could go meet her somewhere, and then she could write a note back and say, "I remember it, and you were a douche. We're not talking anymore, or whatever, <laughs> you know, or I remember it and." Well, that's they could do that, but I guess then that would mess up time. Because well, yeah, the only thing is, in my mind, in this sort of this this magical mailbox world, if they had actually met and fallen in love, then the mailbox would have done its job, so the letters would have stopped going back and forth. That's just my guess. That's just what I'm thinking. Is that 
you know, and then the dog wouldn't have gone back and forth either, but hmm. that's just what I'm thinking is that if they had, but that is, let's put that aside for a moment. Okay. Was that, was that your only problem? Your main problem was that he, why didn't he just go meet her? Well, yeah, I mean, he knew where he was going to be, so why didn't he just go meet her? And that the whole, the whole two-year difference time stream for me really kind of messed up my head because I'm like, yeah. they're, ne- they're <laughs> never going to be in this in the same stream. Even though I, I get it that yeah, you know, yeah. he, all he has to do is be at you know at a certain point at a certain time when she says in 2006, and they can meet. Yeah. But it was just it just kind of messed with my head. Well, yeah, and I, and I think partly why is because if two years pass for him, two years would have would two. So when he meets her, if he meets her finally in two thousand six, uh, her other self, or her future self, is now in two thousand eight. Yeah, and, and then uh, she's like, I'm still waiting, or whatever, you know. And she has to. It's like she has to keep going. But that's why I'm saying that. If if the magic works the way it's supposed to, that once they actually meet, uh, then everything, then then that future timeline ceases to exist, and then and yeah. then they those timelines converge or something like that, which they actually did at another point in the movie. Right. So let's talk about uh, the big, um, the big. What, what, well, the reason why he didn't show up because he's like, I should have been there. I I don't know why I wasn't there because he didn't show up to the. To yeah, the he, she got to the restaurant and she. And that, that was, you know, here's just another tangent we can go on. How long do you wait for someone at a restaurant? Yeah, that's a good question. She waited like hours or something. She, yeah, like, she waited yeah. the basically the entire night for him to show yeah. up. Eating breadsticks or whatever, you know. She, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I wish that was his Olive Garden. At least I could get unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, so she's at the restaurant. And she feels and... devastated that he didn't show up. And, she, and then she's like, fuck you. You didn't show up. I'm done with this. Right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 wait, there's got to be a reason. And then, of course, the movie viewers are going, I know the reason. <laughs> or well, I don't know if I realized it right away, but the reason, of course, is he was the guy at Daily Plaza. On, yeah, that got hit by the bus hit and by died. The bus and died. That's why he never showed up, because he was dead. Because he was future. dead in 2006. Yeah, so uh, she, to protect her own self, to protect, to protect herself, she's like, Please don't. I don't want to do this. I can't do this anymore. I can't do these letters anymore. Um, because you're not going to show up anyway. And I hate you. And <laughs> she didn't say that she hated him. But, you know, that's... that's, that's yeah, that was the sentiment. But in the meantime, he, like, ends up meeting her at a party. Like at a friend's barbecue or something like that. It was What kind of party was it? I forget. Like it, a, yeah, there was no reason. Oh, it was her birthday. It was her birthday. He was there because of friends of his... Well, was he was there, there because he – that's when the dog ran away the first time. Oh, that's right. And he was – that's right because he was with the airhead girl that wanted to date him. She worked at the yeah. – uh, she worked at the, the construction site that he was a, you know architect on. And then she was quite cute, by the way. But uh, she was she was an airhead, and, and she was just sort of into him because he's, you know, Keanu Reeves' architect guy. And then – and then uh, she didn't even know his dog. She couldn't, she couldn't even figure out his dog's name, you know, but um, – she so he the dog runs away. He chases after the dog, and the dog, of course, goes to the house. So the dog's doing his job. Me, yeah, the dog meeting. goes to the Kate. The the girl Sandra Bullock's name was Kate in the and, movie. He goes to her boyfriend at the time, 
So Keanu shows up there. He's like, oh, hey, here's your dog. And Keanu Reeves is like, fine. And he's helping him bring some stuff into the house. And he goes, hey, we're having a party tonight. It's Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's my girlfriend's birthday. Why don't you come on by? And Keanu Reeves is like, oh, that's her in my time. So, yes. I'll oh, yeah, there. because he says, wait, your girlfriend's name is Kate? What what kind of co- coincidence could this be? You know, and then oh yeah, oh one one thing that we didn't mention. And she's a doctor. She's a, yeah, that's weird. But at at in Kate's time in the future, right? She's talking to this guy who isn't her boyfriend at that time, right? Because she's um, broken up with him by then. Yeah, and they start to- going over some past stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, I caught you making out with that guy at the birthday party." And she's like, "I wasn't making out with him; it was one kiss." And you're like, "Oh, that's, that's right, weird. yeah, that's." And right. then you come back to this party, and Keanu Reeves knows who she is, even though she doesn't know who he is. And they start talking yeah. and asking her about a book, and well, uh, he was uh, being a little sly too because she's like, "What would you make?" Because he's asked out of the blue. He asked you. He asked her, oh, "What was the? Her, it was her favorite book, right?" It was. It was the book that. It was her favorite book. It was the book that she had gotten for her father, which she had left at a train station. Right. That's another thing. I, yeah, she'd actually written to him saying, "Hey, I left this book at the train station. Could you?" Mail it to me. If you happen to find it, could you? And then, of yeah. course, he's sort of a douche because, like, yeah, I found it, but I'm just going to give it to you when I meet you in person. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. No, no, he didn't do that. Oh, what did he say? He did. He's which was a little weird in the movie. He's you know, you think he's just going to put it in the mailbox because you f- see him find it, but he doesn't. He's like, I'm going to make sure that you get it. Oh, but yeah, but I yeah. So maybe he didn't say it, but I think that I I read into it that he's that he's like going to he wants to give it to her in person. Mm. Uh, instead of getting it to her, and then and so it's her favorite book. What was it? Weathering Heights or something? I can't remember. It was Jane Austen. Uh, I knew it was I want to say Persuasion or something like that, or one of those it wasn't Persuasion. Ch- it was something. Yeah, some Jane Austen book. Some sort of girl chick. And it was it was <laughs> a a metaphor for the actual movie because it was about two people who meet, and it's not right, and then they meet again. And then it's too late, so it's kind of oh, like okay. their, See, their I, time thing. I've never read that book, so I didn't know. But th- this will be another thing for for Pat to make fun of you because he was making <laughs> he was making well, fun they... of you the fact that you liked somewhere in time. So now he's gonna. She like... actually says it in the movie because I haven't actually read it. Oh, okay. Because he's gonna be. See, this is so crazy because I watched this movie for like the third time just the other day, and I'm I'm forgetting all of the stuff you're talking about. So, but I thought that was kind of cool that he actually sees her because he he doesn't know what she looks like. You know, he's like, so what do you look like? And then, you know, she's like, oh, I'm not telling you, you know, whatever. And then, and then uh, um, he sees her because he goes to the train station. She didn't even tell him that she forgot a book. She said, I, I lost something there or I left something yeah, that's there. that's true. So then he had to actually get there to see her. And he wasn't, I think he wasn't like 100% sure it was her, but he th- thought it was probably her. She, her boyfriend gets there. They're like, oh, kissy, kissy, let's get on the train. And then he looks back on the bench, and then sitting on the bench is the book. He's like, oh, that's what it is. He grabs it, and, and then he turns around, and then she's like driving off or whatever. Um, and then he writes to her and says, you're beautiful. And she's like, oh, whatever. Uh, but I thought it was kind of cool that he actually got to see her, the you know, in that moment, and this sort of like, this is the woman I've been talking to. But um, yeah, he could have met her right there. He could have said, "Your book, your he, book," and then he could have met her right there. And then, like, I think the next day or whatever was the party. Where... Right, and that's what I was going to bring up. He says, kind of out of the blue, 
So what did you ever think about this book, Persuasion? Yeah. Jane, and she's like, that, well. That was a, yeah, that was out of the blue. And he was like, she even was like, what, why would you ask me that out of nowhere? And he's like, oh, um, 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 because a friend of mine gave it to me and I haven't read it yet. So I'm just wondering if it's any good. You know, <laughs> he kind of saved himself there. But yeah, it was kind of out of the blue. She's like, what? Because like her favorite book or at least a book that means so much to her because her father gave it to her and stuff. Um, so in so he was sort of being a player then because he's like using secrets he knows about her uh, um, to his advantage because he basically is kind of like knowing uh, somebody's favorite stuff and then you pretend that's all your favorite stuff and then they're like oh we're we're meant for each other or something like that. Well, right? if you know the future, that's what you're supposed to. Be. Yeah, yeah. Well, so then so he was manipulating it. But anyway, yeah. so that's how he ended up getting like. She was already kind of unhappy with her boyfriend, uh, and and she was kind of unhappy with life at the moment or whatever. And uh, she, so they end up kissing. Isn't isn't that much of a kiss? But her, of course, her boyfriend sees it happen, and and it was like I think Keanu, uh, what's his name? I forget his name. I was gonna yeah, say Jack, but that's a dog's name. His name was Alex. 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 Yeah, that's right. Alex. So Alex kisses her. Alex kisses Kate, and then the dog. And wa- the boyfriend and- catches him, right? And there's oh. which was another question of mine. If if you have a girlfriend, and even if things aren't going great, at least according to her, you're you're making out with this, this guy. Who it was she just, just a kiss, party. Mike. It was just a kiss. And- <laughs> yeah, but wouldn't you? I I certainly wouldn't be like, oh yeah, let's stay together and just forget. Yeah, about that. I think that There'd would be probably some certain issues. That would be if that wasn't the end. It would be it would be a bigger issue than it would than he made it yeah. out to be. <laughs> yeah, because then even even not long after that, because it was like the next day or something. Maybe not the next day, but he's like, he actually doesn't. At some point, he actually talks to. No, no, no. He mentions to Keanu Reeves to Alex. That he's trying to get like a, a vacation house or something for his girlfriend, and then yeah, this was before when they first met for the two of them, and then he's like, "Oh, okay, um, yeah, I can probably help you out with that. I know some and know some people or whatever." And then, uh, so then after they've already broken up and stuff, then uh, Keanu Reeves goes. Does it? Does he? Is this where he jogs to the place, or did he just walk up to it? Walk. No, he he drove there because this is when he was. Oh, that's he right. Pissed, He's, yeah. Because technically, uh, even though they were never together, him and Kate's like, you didn't show up at the restaurant, so I'm done. Yeah. And this this is where this is where my mailman question came. He just kept putting letters in the box, hoping that she would pick them up, and she never answered. So he's like, I hate this house now. It only holds bad memories, so I'm leaving. Right, and he's done with it. I'm done with he, this. He's done. He takes he takes all the letters that she had written him, and she he sticks them in a box and he puts them up in the attic. Right, and um, then he drives to this the boyfriend's place, and the boyfriend comes out and he's like, "Hey, what do you want?" And Keanu Reeves is like, "Look, I got a lake house. You said you wanted it," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah," and the he goes just take it for Kate, and he gives him the keys, and that's how Kate gets the lake. He out. said he says something very definitive too, like Kate needs this, or this is for Kate. Trust me, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's something like, and almost like because it was predestined in his mind because he had been talking to her. She'd already, you know, and I think they were already broken up at that point because they didn't even say, "Well, we're not, we're not even together anymore." Yeah, he's like, "Well, just give it to her." I don't care Douche. what you don't care what you are, whatever. And then, so he's getting in his truck. He's going back to get in his truck to leave. And then the dog rock runs up to the guy, to Kate's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. 
the Dawkins thing is yeah. like, and the, he's like, hey, I know you. Um, and then Keanu Reeves just drives off, and he's like, I guess, oh, I'll just keep your dog, whatever. <laughs> I'll give it to my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so that, that so that was kind of weird because then so it's, okay so back to the time travel stuff. The what do you do you agree with me though that the that the dog is in cahoots with the mailbox? The dog <laughs> yes the the dog is definitely in cahoots with the mailbox because the dog's purpose was to be the the one thing that linked them together. Right, right. Through so time. you know he he ran up to the boyfriend and he got them together at the party and. Oh, we should mention though that remember that Jack, who's all a female actually, runs away from Keanu at one point, and yeah. then he and then he's like, oh, he because as Jack was wont to do, he just run off for no good reason, and then Keanu, uh, I mean Alex, chased after her, but this one time she didn't come back, and then this is, yeah. and then when when well, he she ends up running to the boyfriend, ex boyfriend. Yeah, now to take a step back, when when they're making out at the party, Keanu Reeves and Sandra, right? So they're making out at the party. Now, maybe at some point in your life, you you know made out with somebody, but wouldn't you kind of remember what they looked like? Or who yeah. They were? That, that... So wouldn't he just write, "I made out with you at the party. That was me." Oh, after the after the after he kissed her, he should have said, "By the way, that was me." If you're wondering what I look like, I'm the guy you kissed yeah. at the party. So obviously, yeah, I'm the guy you made out with at the party. Obviously, you think I'm kissable, so <laughs> at least anyway. Uh, yeah, that's true. And then, then oh, then well, that would have messed up the whole movie because then she would have realized, oh my god, you. Well, that's another thing. Oh, you. That's a good point because uh, even even before, e- even without him saying that was me, why wouldn't she have realized the guy she was trying to save, guy's life she was trying to save. Was the guy she kissed at the party a year or two before? Well, maybe because his face got crushed by the bus. Oh yeah, it could be. He got hit by a bus, and in yeah. fact, they didn't show his face that he was face down. His face might have looked like hamburger. So yeah, yeah that's, that's, true. That's, true. that's true. She's like, I don't remember kissing hamburger. I mean, <laughs> I like hamburger, but I'm not going to kiss it. Not raw, anyway. So yeah, that yeah. So maybe that's what it was. Uh, but yeah, so um. Uh, so here was here was another sort of, point where I was gonna say things kind of got got messed up. Okay, and this is where things in the time stream got messed up because it's now two years later and it's now two thousand eight. Right. Yeah, and that's. I think I know where you're going. Go ahead. She's back with uh, the boyfriend, and they're planning on getting a house and redoing stuff. And she goes to this architecture place. Because they get an old fixer-upper. Yeah, they get an old fixer-upper. They're fixing it up. And she's they're just about to leave, and she sees a picture of the lake house. And she's like, oh, my God, who drew this picture? Right. And the the brother who, who's helping him out goes, oh, my brother did that. And his name is Alex Weiler, which was the, the company. And she's like, oh, my God, this was him. Where is he? You know, no, can the, I talk to him? Wait, the di- there's a little bit of a dialogue mix-up too because one well, I don't know if it was a mix-up, but his brother actually specifically says, "Did you know him?" Like as if he's in the past tense, right? Because oh, my brother nope. did that. Did you know him? Well, and it then, is that, that. I think that's not a dialogue mix-up. That's actually a specific. No, thing. I know, but what I'm saying is she doesn't. She it it doesn't click in her head that he just spoke of Alex in the past tense because she says, 
oh, do you know how I can get a hold of him? He's like, no, he's dead. I, duh. I, just, <laughs> I was just speaking in the past tense. You know, well, um, I mean, you know, would you, I guess, I guess you would say, did you know him or do you know him? No, no, you know? no, no. I'm, I agree with that. I'm saying, why didn't she get it? Why didn't it click in her head that, oh my God. Well, because just... she was, she was looking at the picture and she's like, oh my God, I can finally find him. So when someone just goes, hey, did you know oh, him? Yeah. I would, I wouldn't think automatically that they're dead. I would just think, oh, you knew him sometime in the past. Right. So now she's devastated because he's dead, uh, even though she didn't, she was upset with him or whatever. Um, they hadn't talked for for forever. No, this is actually two more years, right? This is two thousand eight. Yeah, this is two. They haven't talked in two years. Um, and uh, what she didn't realize the whole time they were talking, he was already dead in her time because he was, yeah. you know, he was the guy at the the, the Daily Plaza. So, okay, this is my question, and maybe you can fill it in. So she realizes, oh my God, he's the guy I tried to save, but he died. He's Hamburger Face. Yep. And so she decides, I got to go write him a note and stop him, right? So she drives back to the lake house. Um, and then, wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on a second. I got to think about something for a second. Because there was another point where, oh, I know. When his dad dies, she drives to the lake house. She's like... She also freaks out and drives to the lake house, but that's another thing because his dad dies and she's she finds out about it and then she how does she's she find, how does she find out about his dad dying? Uh, because he's I, apparently I guess he wrote to her that his dad was in the hospital and then she went and checked the medical records. Oh, and he had died like the next day or something. Yeah, like she and knew she knew when he died. And then she told somebody at work, like, take my shift. I have an emergency." And uh, and so she had to run back and write him a note and say, "I'm here for you." Whatever. Anyway, so she does that again this time, but she goes back to the lake house, which now at this point has been empty for like two years. Uh, but she goes, she writes a note, oh my God, please be there, please be there. How did he get the note though? Because in his time, wasn't he already on his way to Daily Plaza? Well, because uh, this is Valentine's Day again, right? It was Valentine's, this was Valentine's Day, yes. So it was Valentine's Day in 2008. 2006. It, no, for her it was 2008. Yes, 2008. It so was Valentine's she, Day in 2006. And so she realizes, oh my God, he's the guy that died, got hit by the bus on Valentine's Day two years ago. Yeah. It's now two years ago for him. Oh my God, he was coming to Daily Plaza to meet me or to look for me because yeah. he knew that that's where I had lunch and stuff. Um, so he was. So I've got to somehow stop him. How did she stop him if he was probably already on his way to go well, to Daily Plaza? Because he went. He um, when she had first written, started writing him. Right. She had written, "Oh, you know, it was Valentine's Day. I was sitting outside with my mother, and somebody died. Right. And it upset me. And when he was in 2006, now when he was leaving his building." To, to with his brother, he's like, "Holy crap! It's Valentine's Day, two thousand six, right?" And that that got the gears turning in his head, and he drove back to the lake house. Oh, okay. Box of letters that he had saved from her, and he read one, and it said, "Oh, I'm at the the plaza in um on Valentine's Day, two thousand six. But somehow, well, then he went to. I'm obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Mailbox or at the lake house, he probably just was like, "Hey, I'll check the mailbox." But they tricked us because they they get they they lead us to believe that he doesn't get the note. But then when he gets ready to step off and step in front of the bus by an accident, he doesn't. Yes, because 
she had she had written in the note that that pretty much said, "This wait is for, you're basically you're going to get hit by a bus. Don't come looking for me. Do not come looking for me. Just wait for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just wait for me. So you think he's going to step off the curb and get hit by a bus, and he doesn't in the bus. He changes his mind because I think he even sees her having lunch across the street or something. Yeah. And then he he's like, "No, I'll wait." She said, "Wait, I'll wait." Then uh, he waits. Oh, yes, because also in her note she said, um, "Meet me at the lake house. It's 2008. I'll be." Waiting oh, that's right. Yeah, because it's 2008 Valentine's Day. So she's like, "Just meet me here." And then, of course, then and then in one of the most corny moments of movie history, he drives up. He drives up, <laughs> yes, and, they, and they meet and they kiss and everything. And there's Jack, and Jack is happy because Jack is like, "I got you together. Me in the mailbox. Woohoo!" Yeah. Now, see, that's that's where my thing. You know, I was like, "But it's it's." it's Two different time things. But you- think about this, though. Because she told him to stop talking to her, the, the it's like he caught up with her because they stopped talking. So then, so then he was he he was able to to kind of catch up with her in time or whatever. But if they had kept talking, that would have been weird because it would have been you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? It would have been a weird thing. So well, it was a weird thing anyway because like you know it's it it was two different. Times it was they were two years apart. <laughs> yeah. So how could he catch up to her? Because it's the future. Oh, okay. Well, she also messed up the the future because she wrote to him not to step in front. Of, I mean, this is a whole big that, time well, thing, the, paradox she, thing. Yeah, she totally because she, changed. Yeah, she she stopped him from getting hit by the bus, which would have made Valentine's Day not so depressing for her. Oh, not only that, but she probably wouldn't have even gone back to the lake well, house to begin with. that's what I'm saying, with. because he wouldn't have gotten killed, so she wouldn't have been upset, <laughs> so the doctor wouldn't have told her to leave, and she would have never gone back to the lake house to check the mailbox in the first place. To get the very first note. So that was uh, a big, that's, that led to a big yeah. paradox. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's the big paradox in the film, because, yeah, that's true. When Because he survived, didn't get killed, she didn't, she wasn't depressed, she never got, she would have never gotten the first note to begin with yeah um w- with him saying uh what the first note was him replying to her anyway um yeah. saying well yeah i don't see any footprints or whatever it was um yeah so that is one of the big uh time paradoxes with this situation there was another one and now i'm drawing a blank there was something else that i was thinking about with that the whole time thing um, and now I just completely, no, I think, I think you answered it because I was at, that was my other th- question. I think my main problem, other main problem was him. How did he get, um, how did he ever get the note for her? You know, that he, you know, of her warning him not to do it. You know, yeah. Not to go. Well, he, yeah, he was at the lake house. So the problem was, but the, the thing for him was he had to wait in silence for two years. Um, so that would have sucked to be him. Now, now, in, wouldn't you at that point go, um. Once you didn't get hit by the bus, wouldn't you just go? I'm gonna go meet this girl. And just, yeah, you know. or wouldn't you go? Hey, I didn't get hit by the bus. Or here's an even better note. No, he was. She would have said, "Well, what are you talking about? Get hit by a bus? Oh, well, I would have gotten hit by. A, I was supposed to get hit by a bus today and die. And you were gonna try to save me, but you didn't. And then whatever. But here, here is a, a different thing. In in 2006, she knew him. And in 2006, he was supposed to get hit by the bus, but he didn't. Right. So at one point early in the movie, she's like, why don't you just call me on my cell phone? It's blah, blah, blah. Why didn't he just pick up the cell phone and call her? He didn't, he didn't get the note because she was writing the note at the moment. So I think she never sent that note or something. Mm. 
That's what I'm thinking. Because the phone did ring, but it was her friend. Yeah, but it's also 2006. He could have easily found out, you know, who she was and gotten her. her... He could have gone to the hospital and said, hey, I'm here. Well, actually, that would have solved the whole time paradox thing because um, once he didn't get hit by the bus, he could have gone over and she's like, oh, my God, you're the guy I kissed at the party. Yes. He's like, yes, I am. And I'm here now. Or something, you know, <laughs> and he he could and he could just keep it to himself that they ever had this conversation through time because then he wouldn't have to wait and then uh, they could just you know fall in love or whatever and then sure. and then and then it could be and then it would you know that might have been actually kind of a cool way to end the movie where then they're together right and then they, then they like flash forward together two two years later uh, two thousand eight Valentine's Day. The, the you know the the Valentine's Day where he was dead and she warned him not to go get killed, and then it could be like he could be sort of reminiscing in his mind and and then it's almost like it's it's a dream to him now because did it really happen I mean you know because because he because he really couldn't talk to her about it because in that version in the in the timeline that he survived they never communicated through the mail. Uh, that's could, true. And he could look at the dog and go, wink at Jack. Wink. And also, what he what he never did, which would be the one of the first things that I would do if this was really happening, is say, "Hey, in two thousand six, why don't you do me a favor and look up what are the best stocks that rose the best in two thousand four <laughs> yeah, to two thousand six? Yeah. <laughs> it always comes back back to that, doesn't it, Mike? It always comes back to the. I mean, the money. It's it's the, well, the winning lottery numbers. Yeah, exactly. Because you. Because that's a, one of the benefits of time travel is you want to set yourself up so you can <laughs> yeah. get have a nice little nest egg in the future. Yep, he should, she should have thought about that. He should have known. I mean, he was Bill and Ted. He was uh, which which one was he? Ted or Bill? He was, he was Ted Theodore Logan. Oh, that's right, Ted. The, yes, that's right. So, um, uh, anyway, the lake yeah, house. Anyway. So like fair, I yes, liked it. Though. It's I one liked. of those. It's funny. I was reading. I was getting the list of all these time travel movies of of uh, you know. Yeah, that was, was a big listed. list, by the way. You missed and some, but that was a big list. People were rating them, and you know, in the middle of the list was the Lake House, and everyone's and the guy who was rating it said, "This movie, I can't stand it, but every time it comes on, I have to watch." <laughs> yeah. it. See, he that means he doesn't. That means he does like it, but there, I think there's probably like you, there are certain problems with it that annoy him. Yeah. But he still likes the movie, and I think it, like it. I think it is still. I, I'd like to see the original Korean version. I wonder how similar it is. Um, it may even be better because you know a lot of times you know when they remake foreign films, the original one's better. So we'll have we, to see. We'll have to, we'll have to review that if we can Il, find it. Ilmer, Ilmer. Ilmer. Um, at one time, uh, Netflix had that, I think, but they don't anymore. Uh, mm, there was bastards. A, there was a time, time, time when <laughs> when Netflix had a whole bunch of Korean films, but they don't have them the, the, anymore. And uh, they they have some, but not that many. Mm. Um, well, we'll we'll find it somewhere. Um, so that's our time travel film for the week. And uh, but let's move on to uh, to our time quandary yes please please i've been waiting for this <laughs> now here's the interesting thing i think is funny is that you ask someone you ask some people several uh several people um uh 
the same question. And, yeah. and you predicted certain answers that they were going to answer certain ways, and they didn't. No, I've been wrong. Most, most of them didn't. Yeah, I've been wrong. Uh, I, I asked one, two, I think I asked like, say, seven people. And I've been wrong in five of them. <laughs> that's a, that's actually pretty big, a pretty big disparity for you because yeah. you're usually more I'm, right than I'm usually right. You're usually right, exactly. So, um, so let's uh, the, recap. Recap what the what recap the, the question. Uh, okay. So, the the theory of alternate realities. Somewhere out there, there is a Russ Wooten who is living your perfect dream life. Whatever that life is. And you find out that he's going to die. And you're given the opportunity to pretty much shift your consciousness with his. So you shift over there. You get all his memories so you know what's going on. And his dead consciousness comes into your body. So to everyone here in this timeline, you're dead. This universe. This 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 universe, yeah. Reality. You die of an aneurysm or a heart attack or whatever it is. Right. When in reality, in that reality, you're there in the perfect dream life. You're you're having the best time ever. So the question is, would you do it? And, you know, because to everyone here, you're going to be dead. Right. So. Would I do it? Would you do it? When you originally asked this question, you didn't explain that the other version of me is dying. So, my original answer was going to be no, because I don't want to go take his life. You know, I don't want to replace well, yeah, him. That's, in... that's an obvious answer. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I mean, it sounds great, but I don't want to go kill the guy so I can take his place. Because <laughs> that's basically what you'd be doing. You know, you'd be like, yeah. it'd be like that movie The One with Jet Li, where you go through another time, you know, you go into another alternate universe and you kill the other version of yourself and gain gain superpowers or something. Yeah. Um... So that would have been a no, but I, but then this one I had to think about. It. I'm like, hmm, oh, so he's gonna die anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I would lean towards doing it, and and you know, wouldn't not without hesitation or or you know, consternation or whatever. <laughs> Is that even a word? Or, or constipation. I would, <laughs> I would be, yeah, I would, I would be, I wouldn't be like, I'm doing it. Uh, I would, I think I would like, that sounds great, but, oh, wait. Okay, so everybody's going to think I'm dead here. Yeah, I think, well, it depends. I wonder how much time I would have. Like, did I have time, would I have time to like say goodbye to everybody here? And then... Well, you, you could say goodbye, but you couldn't tell them what was happening. I mean, that right. would kind Cause of. Because they wouldn't get it anyway. And yeah. Then, and then, um. Yeah, uh, but I probably would do, I would, uh, the reason is I would go because, okay, so let's say even, it wouldn't even have to be like, it wouldn't even have to be a total dream job. Like like a dream job might be like a lead singer in a band or something, right? Or, and or a professional surfer or both, right? <laughs> and or. <laughs> With lots of groupies, you know. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful young groupies, uh, um, all of over eighteen, of course. Of course. Um, 
Yeah, I think that uh, I don't even think it would have to be the most ideal. I mean, because I can imagine a lot of scenarios that are better off than this than this than this universe. You know? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, if then, you're gonna you go, know. then go big. But if you yeah, if you're gonna fantasize about something, why not imagine like the most awesome? Yeah, yeah. I would so be the could, I would be the lead singer in the band of Wild Stallions. You could be the lead singer in a surfing band who sings while they're surfing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but you could be a you could be yeah you could be in a band that also is like you know they live in Southern California and they surf all the week and then they go they play shows in you know, whatever uh yeah but they don't they're not performing while they surf that's like beach blanket bingo or something that's like come on it's a fantasy life yeah but that's ridiculous fantasy that's, and they put their <laughs> they put their amps on surfboards and yeah, kind of drag them in with they, them. They, <laughs> <laughs> and that all worked out right. And that and that Funicello is on the beach and <laughs> with her bikini that covers up her belly button because back then you couldn't show your back belly button you on TV or something. So you um, would do it. I would do it. Uh and I, I it, depending if it was the if it was ultimate like your ultimate dream life, it wouldn't take much to do it. I mean I would miss everyone here, but then I could also go look them up and then you know, I could go look you up and be like, Hey Mike, you don't know me but we're great friends in another life. <laughs> we're the best of friends. We're you're like I don't think so. You see, but yes, now, now here the follow up question is if you went right would you feel guilty about going? I would feel okay. I would uh, obviously since he's gonna die anyway. I wouldn't feel guilty for him. Yeah. Um, I would feel guilty for the people I left behind, like the, my friends and family here, because you couldn't tell them. So in a way, you're being selfish because you're going to pursue a life that you can't have here. Uh, and they may think, well, what you can't have me, you know. So. I can understand that that's selfish and maybe could seem cruel and and then but then again some of my friends might be they if they knew they would tell me to go. Yes, yeah, if if you told me if you could actually tell me, I would say go, Russ. You would go. say go. Go. I would say get but the Mike, hell out of here. But Mike, you would never see me again. You were like I don't care. Go. I would say <laughs> I would say but you know what? I know that you're living your dream life with surfing right. and groupies and a lead singer in the you band. Would, so. You would look at my photograph and sigh and think happy thoughts. Yes, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't shed a sad tear. I would shed a happy tear. But it would be a sad tear because you wouldn't see me again. So then you would be sad, but you would be happy for me, but sad for you. Yes, and I'd listen to these podcasts, and it would remind me of you. Yes, and then I would be sad for you, <laughs> but happy for me. Yes, you could be like, man, I gotta look up the mic here and and get him. You know, one what of my if groups. the mic over there is a douchebag though? Like, what if I'm like the <laughs> awesome guy? <laughs> And I have this awesome life, but you're like this, maybe some corporate, oh, maybe you're like, maybe you're like a, yeah, just some sort of corporate shill or something. You're like, uh, and you're like, I hate music, Russ. I don't know what you're, I don't know who you are or who you think you are. I would never be friends with a guy like you. Yeah. And you could, but you could, then you could be like, you know, you're a dick in this reality. I liked you better in the other one. Yeah. And you're like, why do you keep saying that? What does that mean? <laughs> So yes, but okay. So I'm gonna go. go but then, I'm gonna go look up your wife in this reality. <laughs> the other follow-up question is: If you didn't go because you know you wouldn't want to make your family, you know, sad because you left and your friends all that, would you then regret not going when things weren't really, oh, ab- really going yeah, well? Absolutely, because then you would. That would be one of those things where you go, "Oh man, 
what if? What if I had done that? It would be kind yeah. of like it'd be like one of those things where, in in a lot of people could probably relate. Like there are certain times in your life where you make a big decision. Like, do I move to California or do I move to New York or do I move to do I take this job that's a big change? You know, could be a big change for me. Or or do I, you know, do I move in with my girlfriend? Or you know, certain things where you go and you might look back and go, what if I hadn't done that? Or what if I had done that? Uh, so yeah, I think I think yeah because you I can imagine I can easily imagine that if they're given that opportunity and I didn't take it for whatever reason like um no my friend Mike will be sad I'm not gonna go. <laughs> if, but see then I would end up resenting you and you're like yes Russ why ever, don't you talk to me anymore like oh fuck you Mike if I, you're ever re, if you're <laughs> ever given that that possibility just know that I would tell you to go <laughs> you, so would you would go like have this to stay for me and resent it. You would sort of look away. Go, no, go, <laughs> go, Russ, go. Just, you're like putting your hand out. Go, just go, just go. No, just go. Like, uh, like, uh, what's the name? Kevin Costner did in the in the Superman Returns movie. Just, yeah, yeah, no. I'd no. hold my hand up and just look. You just mouth the words. No, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the the movie that would be our life would be so funny. So uh, it would only be funny to us, I think. <laughs> yeah, because we, we're like what? we would be in the theater laughing and laughing, and everybody else would just be looking at us like, "What is wrong?" This, with is, you the, this is the stupidest movie ever. And you're like, "No, this is hilarious. This is genius." Oh my god, it's kind of like our podcast. <laughs> This podcast is dumb. This is ridiculous. No, this is the best podcast ever. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I think that the yeah, but you could end up resenting people because what if you're like, well, you know, what if you stayed because you you didn't want your wife to be sad, right? Exactly. And then and then like uh, a year later or something, you're like, you're always miserable. I stayed here for you. <laughs> I stay, yeah. and you're not even happy. And she's like, what are you talking about, Mike? You should just be happy that I'm here. <laughs> I tell her that every day, <laughs> and she and she's and she just walks away. Whatever, whatever, Mike. Go play your video games. Yeah. Stop bothering me. Take the dog for a walk. <laughs> yeah. Did you change well, your clothes okay. today? <laughs> so so that's good. That's good. That was that was the answer I would have predicted for you. So, so you were right with me. So let me ask you then, then. So tell me about the other people. You don't have to give them names or anything, but the other people that you asked, um, and and they were, and you were totally wrong. You like you you guessed one way, and they had the other. Yeah. See, the way I was figuring it is if you have a significant other, a wife, a child, or something like that. Most of the time, you're going to say no. I wouldn't go because I'd be leaving them. And, you know, to them, I'd be dead, which is devastating. Right. So I asked one of my friends who's married and has kids. And he his his first question to me was, do I have time, a little bit of time before I do this? And I was like, yeah, you got some time. Right. So he goes, I would go out and get a life insurance policy on myself for like a million dollars. And then when I died of a heart attack or whatever, or it looked like I died of a heart attack, at least – They'd be set up. Right, right. So they wouldn't have me, but they'd have a lot of money. So I was completely wrong on him. I was like, if he's got a wife and kids, I think would have thought that his answer would have been well, kind yeah. of a regretful no. Especially with the kids, because you hear a lot of times people say, 
you know, their whole life changes once they had kids. You know, they could, yeah. you know, they could live without their spouse maybe, but their kids, oh my god. Yeah. So, um so he said yeah, yes. Yeah, that's interesting. He said yes he would go. But then I asked a few other people who didn't have, you know, anyone in their life, you know, a girlfriend or a husband or whatever. And uh pretty much the answer I got from them was no, I wouldn't go. I mean, I've I've made these choices in my life and that's what I kind of have to live with. But I'm and I was like, but you don't have to live with them. You can yeah. go over there and and they were like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it. And I said, you're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you are stupid. To me, to me, that sounds like someone saying, like trying to be okay with the way their life's turned out now. And then, but you're like, you're saying, but you don't have to be anything. Yeah. You could, see, that's, this is where I have a, uh, an issue with some people who say no regrets, right? They say, I have no regrets. Every decision has led me here. I'm like, come on, you, you don't regret, like, if you were an asshole to someone ten years ago, and they were, and you you broke their heart, uh, and and you moved on, but you know you grew from it because you're like, you know what, I was a real asshole to that person. I think I'm going to grow and change and not be an asshole anymore, right? Some people say, well, I learned from all those decisions, even the mistakes. Well, it seems to me that you're kind of a callous, being callous, if you wouldn't, if if given the opportunity you wouldn't take back the things that you did that hurt other people. Yeah. Whether, you know, even if you grew from that, because to me that seems pretty selfish. No, I grew from it. I, I, it's part of who I am. Well, you were a dick to that person and you broke, <laughs> you know, so you're just okay with being a jerk to someone because that's part of who you are. You know, so that's, to me, that I always kind of think, I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can understand someone saying, no regrets in the sense that they don't want to regret decisions that might have turned out better for them or something because uh, they don't want to just dwell on that and stuff. Personally, I think that people are saying that in a way that they don't really – they're not really understanding the meaning of the word because I think that you can have regrets, but they don't have to hold you back from today, right? Yes. Like you can say, I regret – I don't know what, you know, something like, I regret that time that I kicked that baby, you know, because <laughs> that was a mean thing to do. And you can, but you, but you can have that regret, but you don't, you don't let it hold you back from living your life. Right. Because yeah. the baby survived and, you know, everybody, and everything was fine. <laughs> but now here's the, here's the kicker. I asked, I asked my, my lovely bride. Oh, uh, this is, yeah. I want to know what she said. And, and to, to, uh. So you what know, did what did you predict that she would say? I predicted that she would say no. Right. And to to put you know, put a little I guess spin on this, I'm not sure she actually understood what it meant when I said, you know, you're living your dream fantasy life right. out there. Because the obviously other... I would be a part of that dream fantasy life. <laughs> of course. So I don't I don't think she fully understood that that when I said, you know, it's your dream fantasy life, but it's going to be different, so I wouldn't be there. I think she actually thought that I was going to be there. But maybe you're a part of her ultimate fantasy. Yes, but I mean to to kind of break things down, she can't have you. You know, you can't have the same things you have here. It's like leaving your family here. They're not all just going to be there, it's, right? I mean, you might have certain family members still in your life, but a lot of your life is going to be different because yeah. and it's whatever. So yeah, you know, whatever. You might not have brothers or sisters or nieces and nephews. It might all be different, right? So I asked her, and she asked me a few questions, and then at the end, she goes, 
Oh yeah, I'd go. <laughs> like what? A single, what? A single tear runs down. A single tear. And I was I And she's like, Why are you like crying? I, said, I don't think she fully understood what it meant when I said, <laughs> you know, you don't get to have everything you have here. I and think she, she meant <laughs> I think she understood that I was still gonna be there and <laughs> so she would have everything she has here plus the fantasy life. I'm so, gonna uh, I'm gonna ask her because she's she's gonna say she's gonna say, <laughs> "Oh no, I know that." And Mike, I'm not gonna know Mike at all. I know, I know. And then Mike's no, no, that's not what no you because because my I asked this question to myself when I thought of it, and I'm like, "What would I do?" What do you call and, yourself? Self? And I did. I said self. <laughs> what would you do? And it's it's kind of funny the way I put it because I asked myself, and I was like. If it was just my family, would I go? And I was like, "Yeah, no problem. I would just drop that in a second, and I would I'd head on over there." But then, but when then you I, thought about Karen, then, yeah. then when I thought about Karen, I'm like, you know, I, I, that'd be too hard to do because I know that she'd be really devastated if I suddenly, you know, <laughs> woke up dead and she wakes up and I'm dead next to her, or, uh, you know, I, I'm driving, walking down the road and I have a heart attack or whatever. So I said, "No, I wouldn't." I wouldn't go because I wouldn't want to hurt her. Now I really need to ask her because I need to clarify. <laughs> and I, I, I want to know for real if she really, if in her mind, she understood that you would not be in her life. Yeah, I think, well, I think that's it. But then as soon as she said yes, I said, what? Yeah. And I changed my answer instantly. Now if I was offered the chance right now, I would go in a heartbeat. You're like, you're dead to me. <laughs> I changed my answer. She's like, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? I asked myself earlier and I had a different answer. I changed it. I'm going. If I get the opportunity, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Yeah. So if if I was offered the chance now, I would go. And I and I, I did ask her. I said, she, she told me, I said, if I had told you this, that I had this opportunity to go do this, right. what would you say? And she said, I would tell you to go because I wouldn't want to you know hold you back from from having that perfect life even if that perfect life did not include her even if it didn't include her which which is actually that's another question that we could ask well that's a whole other question yeah would yeah. you would but if, you... if you did shift timelines and you could have you know your wife or your children or whoever would you do it because they aren't technically the ones that you knew Right, because just as you in the other you, the other version of you lived a different life, uh, they lived a different life and could be different types yeah. of people. So they're not um, the actual. It's not your actual wife. You can meet Karen like... over there, and she might hate you. I mean, she might, or she, or you might hate her. What if she's like, yeah. you know, she just has a totally different personality because of the way she grew up. Or even if you think of it as great, you know, she is is great. Even if she's even better over there. Would you still be able you, to deal with it because it's not really her; it's a different her. Right. It's like a clone. It's like an identical it, twin yeah. in a way. It's like a it, yeah, definitely. It's a clone with you know her memories and everything, but but not even the same memories. I mean, it's maybe some similar when they were kids or something. But so would you would you do that? Like that that could be another question. If you could just shift timelines, would you want to deal with you know say like your your brothers? They'd be your brothers, but they wouldn't be the same brothers. Yeah, technically they would be. Yeah, they'd be like, they would be like my brother's identical twins in a way. Yeah. If, if my brothers had identical twins. And yeah, that would. You, and could you handle that? 
Yeah, it might be weird. They might be. They may be totally cooler though. They might be like, <laughs> "You guys are awesome. <laughs> I like you better than I like These my are, real brothers. You guys are so much better than my real brothers." <laughs> I would have never beat you up when we were younger. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, you know, because of the. I think it's also because, especially the the earlier someone's life is different, uh, the more changes they could have that would make them a completely different person. I think. Yeah. Yep. Like any kind of, um, you know, diversion. And it's kind of like, you know, when you think about the whole space travel thing or or like, you know, those probes going out in space. You make a tiny change here uh, close to Earth, but by the time it gets to the outer reach of the solar system, that's like a, a billion miles difference, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if, the, if you change and if your life, if your other version of yourself is so much different they probably had a lot of different things that happened in their life early on that changed them or changed they just made, their path. They made the right choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you screwed up, they yeah. made all the right choices. Every choice well, when I should have yeah. said no, I should have said yes. They didn't make all the right choices, obviously, because they're going to die. Young. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, they might have eaten one too many ho-hos or something like that, yeah. but, you know. Or King Dons. Or King Dons. So I was okay. So I, I predicted your answer correctly, but that's not a very good track record because considering no, all, it's, the, all the it's ones, not, especially the one with with Karen. Oh, your like, own wife. That was, yeah. that was my biggest shock right there. Yeah, you were devastated for days. I'm sure. Yeah. So next time when you see her, you're gonna really have to ask her if she understood yeah, everything. To, so you really? <laughs> She's like Russ. I understood it exactly. I knew exactly what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out of here. <laughs> I am out of here. <laughs> Did um yeah, that that that's interesting. I I like that. That that's kind of not not really like you said it wasn't really a time quandary. It's more of an alternate universe quandary, but I do I do see a lot of similarities in the whole time travel alternate universe thing because because of how uh you know, some Physicist or whatever predict that if you could if you could travel through time you would create a new timeline and all that stuff. So I think there's this they sort of go hand in hand. I guess. So good question. Good question. A good time card. Well, I'm gonna have to come up with a good one for you for next week. Uh, I don't know what it will be at this point, but I'm gonna gonna (laughs) think of something good. Use Um, use the the time week to uh, come up with something. So. Let's see. Let me see. What was it? Oh, I know I was going to ask you. So what do we want to talk about next time? Next, uh, as far as the movie goes, time travel, film or television show? Hmm. There are actually, I didn't, the the list, I didn't put the TV shows on. Yeah, you just did. Um, just movies. But there's a lot of stuff, you know, I'm ty- I mean, you know, Twilight Zone had time travel stuff. Star Trek had a lot. You had Quantum Leap. As far as TV shows go, Quantum Leap. Um, yeah, there's a new one on. Uh, well, it's it's coming to an end, but Continuum, which is about. Uh, a group oh, I've never of prisoners. watched that show. Never watched it's, it. It's 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 okay. It's not great, but it's okay. You know, a show that I liked but didn't last very long was called uh, The Journeyman. That was about mm. time time travel, sort of. You didn't see it. Uh, I may have. I don't. It was only on like one season, and um, it's funny because the the actress in that movie in that show was also in another show that was sort of sci uh, sci fi sort of like that. Um, 
uh, her name. Uh, I know you know who she is. She was in uh, one of the Terminator movies, um, Moon Bloodgood. Oh yes, then I did see it. Uh, she was in. Okay, what was the so the show the 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 guy. Oh, you would know. You know, I can't remember his name. I'm so, spacing out his name. Uh, he's a uh, blonde-headed guy, and um, yeah, he would he would jump through time, right? And then he and then at some point he realizes, wait, oh, this this woman I have contact with, uh, Moon Bloodgood, she actually jumps through time too. So I'm actually um, looking at pictures of Moon Bloodgood right now. Uh, yeah, she's a lovely woman, beautiful woman. Um, I would I would go back in time for her. Oh yes, why not? She was the but the other movie the other show I was thinking of which was also um not really similar but had some similarities was Daybreak with Tay Diggs. Yeah, they never finished that. That would have been uh that didn't even go a whole season and that would that show had a lot of potential I thought. Um the similarities are this the, this in in because in The Journeyman he didn't really know how he jumped through time or why. Uh, you got the impression that she knew something that he didn't, but then in in Daybreak he doesn't. He ends up reliving the same day over and over again, like um, kind of like Groundhog Day. But there's a lot of spy stuff going on or something. You know, there's something like he's a detective, a police officer, but a lot of. St- so in other words, he tries to relive when he realizes he's reliving the same day. He's like, he tries to fix it, and and each time he's trying to, he's like getting closer to the truth. But he keeps waking up in bed. With Moon Bloodgood every day, which is you know that which is nice. not a bad thing. That's that's definitely a day you want to uh, relive. Yeah, any any day you could wake up with her, right? <laughs> um, and that movie, had, that show had so much potential, and then uh, I was so I was so disappointed that it got canceled. It didn't even go a whole. Yeah, I know. Thing. Um, Especially because we didn't get to see Moon Bloodgood anymore. Yeah. Oh, and if she's listening, she should contact me on my my Twitter and say she wants to be on the show. Yes, because. Um, she could be introduced to me because I'm single. I don't have a wife. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Mike is married. <laughs> Miss Bloodgood. But apparently, my wife was willing to leave. So, yeah. Well, if, if your if your wife leaves to go into the to her <laughs> ultimate life in another universe, then you can then you can uh, get together with Moon Bloodgood. Um, <laughs> she's also in that show Falling Skies, which I haven't really watched. I watched the first few episodes and it was pretty cool but I just never got into it um yeah it was it wasn't one of those where I I really missed it when I didn't yeah I was stopped watching it yeah for me too I was like hey this is kind of cool but it wasn't like I had just had to go back to get it. but it's been around for like four years now so I guess it's still doing okay yeah well thanks Mike it's been another good uh um episode of Marty and it's been uh, a I've pleasure been, as always as always um we had a I think a good discussion especially with the time quandary yeah that was uh, a good one so until next time until time 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 time. time. Uh, anyway this is mike and uh and russ it's mike and russ Russ? time yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is copyright 2015 mike solo and russ wooten Mike and Russ Time Yeah is a part of the Uplate Network at russandpat.com.